minus one. Right? <laughs> minus one. How are you? I'm good, boo boo. How you doing? Good. It's 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 Wednesday. Mary, that first night comes on tonight. I don't think I'll be able to make it because sis is tired. We've been working. Listen, I am not watching that shit tonight. You already know how I do. Listen, and what what time is it? Oh, 615. T minus 60 minutes. <laughs> my ass is gonna be neck deep in the bed because I'm an old bitch and I like to be laying in my bed between seven and seven thirty. Mm-hmm. No shade. I'm not I probably won't go to bed that early. I have to actually go shopping because tomorrow is the first day of Ramadan. Oh, that's girl. right. So, oh girl, I will not be putting any snacks in my mouth. No, I'm good. I'm using your face. Well, you know, I'm just greedy. It, it, really, I even when I'm fasting, I'm not hungry. I just want food on my tongue. I'm just like, I you know. know, I feel like my tongue wants to jump out and molest a piece of meat. <laughs> so sun up to sun down. And then from that and in between there, I'm not eating anything. So I got to go shopping though. I don't okay, have so wait a minute. All right. So educate us for those, those of us that don't know with Ramadan. So from sun up, so sun up is what? Now it's like 640, 648 is when the sun rises, but you have to eat before the sun breaks. So I'm usually, I'll be eating probably around 530. Okay. And then throughout the day, throughout the you, day you, don't eat, you don't eat anything until sundown, which is, well, it's kind of still light out. So I know, I'm going to be hurt a little bit. It's Girl, for the next 30 days. It's going to be rough. You ain't gonna eat until what, like I'd say, like seven thirty, yeah, right? It'd be like seven thirty. I think it's like seven fifteen, seven thirty. I think. Um, let's see. I think it's like six something, but it, yes, it's almost like um, six sundown. So let me check. So I don't want to. I'm lie. just. I'm just letting everybody know the how our culture, the cultures work. Listen. So and when after the sun goes down, you can eat basically anything you want. Yeah, anything I want. So okay. it. Yep. It's so it's like six. Oh God, seven twenty-eight. Never mind. Six twenty-eight. Six twenty-eight. Okay, perfect. And then throughout the day, you can have water. Nope. You can't have anything. No juice. No water, no tea, no coffee. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. I've got to, we got to let the masses know this is how Ramadan works from sun up till sundown in mm-hmm. that. In that time bracket, frame. In that time frame, you are not allowed to eat or drink anything. Oof. Okay. And, and you're also for 30 days. It's for 30 days. Give up something. You know, you know, that you find kind of like dear or something that you, you want to like work on in your, your personal life or something. For me, I'm going to give up cursing. So I'm going to be cursing today. Oh, big. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. And it's like for the Catholics, it's it's Lent where like <laughs> after like after Fat Tuesday and all that shit, you, Lent here, Ash Wednesday and then Lent where you give up something. And as a raised Catholic, I let that shit go when I became an adult because I was like, you know what? That shit was that shit was pressed upon me by my mm-hmm. mother, my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. Mine too. I'll turn up. Mine 
Ramadan to be, because you know, I'm not, I'm not like a practicing Muslim. I'm not any jab, you know, I don't go to the mosque often. I do love going when I do go because it's like family. I grew up there. Right. But um, I don't know. It's like, you know how like the new year is a reset. Ramadan can be a reset as well. You know, it's like a spiritual reset to kind of like ground me again. I, I like to try. I, I, I haven't did the whole 30 days since I was a teenager, honestly. Like, yeah. I haven't done the whole 30 days. I'm trying this year. Usually I'll get in a good 15, 20. And then yeah. it just goes, goes wrong. So. I, I'm done. I did that when I was in, obviously, raised in Catholic school, as you know. Yeah. And in grammar school, I had to do all that. And high school, yeah. But I did it. Not so much in high school, mm -hmm. but halfway through. But as an adult, I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah, I don't even that. think I probably pretended to fast in high school because I don't think I was, I don't think I was eating lunch with you. <laughs> well, we got the pictures to prove it. Me shoveling a bagel with <laughs> all in my mouth. <laughs> I would have to post I, that I, on I our website. With my parents and like you know did the whole sahur breakfast and everything but then i think i went to school and i was eating with my friends that's right remember, remember the um remember the friggin um across the street from our high school no it wasn't which is now which has now been gentrified huh you talking about the sub shop no i'm talking about the um the oh my god what's the across the street the lebanese the lebanese bakery across the street from our oh, high school yeah where you, you get that fresh down. that fresh lavash lavash bread girl I well that, none of that i mean our high school is still there because it's a catholic high school and it's it's saved i mean it's safe because the the church and everything in the state of massachusetts but child everything when we was going there it was gutter. Oh, I used to go to that Lebanese bakery all the time. But remember the sub shop was down the street? Yes. So, you know, my mother used to drop me off at school. And so I would go in the front door and then go out the back door and go to that sub shop and get a sub. Because see, you're, you, you see, princess, you got dropped off. I, on the other hand, was riding the subway. I took the subway home, but yeah. I was there one day. I was there one day and I was ordering a ham and cheese sub. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to eat pork. And my mother was behind me getting <gasps> Shahida. My mother had came in to get some coffee. And the guy had just gave me my sub. So she didn't know what kind of I was like, <gasps> oh, I was like, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, oh, yeah. I was like, that wasn't mine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was so she didn't know what kind of sub it was. I was like, damn. Girl, that's <laughs> crazy. Something. All right, so we're digressing. Oh, so yeah, we, we are. We are talking about today relationships because, you know, we're kind of segueing from um, Married at First Sight. And just watching those episodes, you know, Tanya and I, and there's a couple of things on like, you know, um, um, social media that we saw that we were just like, you know what, when do you give up on a relationship? When did you just say, you know, 
no, I got to let this go. And no, this person does not want me the way I want him. So I'm going to play a video. I'm going to play some the audio. You're not going to be able to see the video. Some audio of this woman who was on, what, divorce court? Now, they're not even married. Yes. She was on divorce court with, um, what's her name? Oh, God. The, the oh, lawyer. But we'll, we'll, we'll put it up. We'll put it up on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. So right, y'all have had y'all. I already know y'all have I'm seen, you know, I'm looking you in the face because you brought this case. But it's been no, five no. years. It's been five, five years. Is you're not losing the whole five years. You're gaining the next five years. You are gaining the but next five I want to have them with him. You I want to have the five years with him. I don't want to start all over again. That's too much. Right. It's too much. And you know what? Right what? You agree? Yes, I want to be with you. But then you know what? No, you know what? All right, you either marry me or you reimburse me. It's that simple. I have the ring already. All you got to do is what? get on your knees and propose. Oh, Your Honor, mm -hmm. she is not going to rob I'm me of my gonna... manhood That's and the man that I'm going to do it that way. I'm going to get a ring. I'm going to propose Can't to her when the time is right. You are being... No need. No that need to do that. Sis, that was a lot. Listen to me. When I, when I saw that, I, number one, was like, you know how my brain works. I'm like, that was staged. Ain't no self-respecting woman, black woman, going to get up in there. But then I watched it again. And I'm looking at her face and I'm like, Oh, she's, she's dead ass, like dead ass serious. And I'm like, uh, a part, you know, angel, devil. Angel was like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Like, let's help her. Devil was like, bitch, you stupid. I don't think I ever had an angel on my shoulder for her because that was way too much. Now, has she done that in the privacy of their home or whatever? I'm like, you know, you, you just can't beg people like that. But to do it on national TV, mm -hmm. I mean, I get it if you did it in the privacy of your own home, but not on national TV. But the point is, is that, like he said, your timeline is a little bit different from my timeline. You know, yes, it's five years we're in this relationship, but I'm just not ready to to get married to you yet. He felt like, you know, he hadn't met her family. You know, she, he hadn't. Um, there were other things that, you know, he wanted to accomplish. And he's like, I do want to be with you, but just not now. And then also, I want to buy the ring. I want to be the one to make that suggestion um, or make that proposal, which I understand. And they should have had this discussion. She right. did way too much. She did way too much. Agreed. And my thing is to women or you know, in relationships, when when is the right time, especially when it comes to marriage? How long do you wait? I have a friend, and I'm like very happy to say she's 60 over 60, and she is just got proposed to and getting married in September. And this is her first marriage. And I, I, I did invite her on because I do want to talk to her about that. But it's a goal for some people still our age, you know, we're 55, over 50, yeah. 55 and up. Um, it's a goal, 
But if you have that kind of resistance, if you're in a relationship and you're like, oh, we've been together five years, 10 years, 15 years, you need to marry me. Do you just walk away when they say no? Well, here's my thing. Um, and hence, here's when I said the, the good cop, bad cop, good angel, devil on my mm -hmm. shoulder. Because watching that, I was like, why did it get to the point where now we're on national TV airing this shit out? Because on divorce court, and they're not married. Court. Like we're not even married. She's and why are we stuff back? Well, at the again, at the end of the day, why are we here? Why did it get to this point? Again, if it gets to that point, then boo boo. You should know that this relationship isn't for you because the communication is done. There's no communication there, period. You can love someone and you can have a great relationship with someone, but if the relation, I mean, if the communication isn't there, then that's just, it, it's dead, dead in the water. Like, I like to think that, and I've been in, I've been married, number one, and I've had a couple of relationships since I've been married, and I'm very open about communication. Like, I want to be able to talk about stuff and make sure that we're both on the same page. Like, when I got my divorce, I was like, I don't want to be married again. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt to prove it. So, from here on in, I'm not getting married again. So the relationships that I've entertained post that was like, I like you and we might be great. We can be great, but I'm not marrying you. I'm not, don't even try to entertain to propose to me because I'm going to say no, because I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person that wants to have two, three, four marriages. No. So it's a, it's communication. I just don't understand how she, it got so bad that they got on divorce court and now she's begging him and she bought the ring. I don't get that. I, I think it's desperation. It, I mean, I get it. Everybody has their, their breaking point. And I don't know. I, I didn't watch the whole show. I just watched like a few clips. So I don't know what got them there where she was just like, you know what? If you don't marry me, then I want the marriage to be, I want the relationship to be over and I'm just going to go on about my business. So I don't know what it was that kind of like, you know, the straw that broke, broke the camel's back in that situation. But I get where she's coming from. I still don't know, even if I have that point where it's like, either you do what I ask you to do, which is I want to be married and, or I just break it off. So like, what, what's a woman to do in that situation if she really wants a committed relationship? And it doesn't necessarily have to be marriage. It could be just a committed relationship. Whereas, you know, either we're living together or we're just, it's just you and I, because I think about stuff, le legalities of things. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to be with somebody 10, 15 years and then there's no legal paper to say anything. But does it matter when you are 50 years old or 55 years old or 60? Does it matter at that point having that piece of paper? She looked like she was about maybe what? In her late 30s, for early 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, it's. For me. I don't really need to have a marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. Like I could be in love with you. You can be in love with me. We can have a committed relationship like most married people do. But legally, because we're of a certain age and most of us black women or women in general and men in general own properties own, you know, we have money in the bank, we have shit, you know, all 401ks and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as long and, and a lot of people, unlike me, I'm, I'm out ass out on this one. A lot of people have children. I don't have children. So at the end of the day, people our age that have children that have properties, houses, 401ks, the whole nine. It's like, if you don't, you don't have to be married, but you got to set up your estate. You have to set your, you got to do your estate planning properly. Mm -hmm. You got to set your estate planning properly and make sure that, you know, your, if, if you have, if you own a home, your home is in a trust or whatever. I've I've done. I'm saying this because I've done this. My house is in a trust, and I don't have a husband, and I don't have no children. But in the event of my death, I have a beneficiary that, when I'm gone, you know, if my house isn't paid off, you know, they don't have to worry about probate and anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just, they, they just, they're just the beneficiary and it's, mm-hmm. and that's it. So it's like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't get it where I, mean, I just lost my train of thought, but I'm saying like, there's a lot of factors that go into this, like mm-hmm. children, money. Is it really that necessary to be married? As a woman that has been married, and mm-hmm. you have been married, I'm, ass- I'm I assuming. I like to count my marriage as a girl, <laughs> only because I had children. But I really don't because I was so young. Yeah. I really didn't know much. But about you were still I married. Stop it! Stop! 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 You were still married. And you were still a wife. <laughs> so shh, I'm going to shut you down on this okay. one. All right. All right. All right. I'm shut you down on this one. It counts. You, it counts for, it, it counts for growth. It I does. Learned, I learned a lot in my marriage after my marriage was over. Same. Same. I got married. I didn't want to get married. I met a man. Let, listen, this is a whole nother dis- a podcast that we can have. Mm. I met a man. And I liked him. 
And we were friends for six months, like the best of friends for six months. And then everybody, you know, I was 27, mm-hmm. 28. I'm sorry. When I met him, I was 25. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, here comes 26, 27, 28. And everybody's like, you guys, you guys get on so well. You know, here comes the chip, chip, chips in the ears. That's a whole nother podcast. When you guys going to get married? When you guys, you know, you're getting a little late in the tooth, you got to have, you got to get married and have babies and do all this. And it's like, in the other ear of mine, I'm like, oh, snap. I never wanted to get married. That was never in my arsenal. Like, in my brain, I never, ever wanted to get married. Never. I felt with my ex-husband, don't fix something that ain't broke. Mm -hmm. I had the male mentality where I was like, I'm not going to fix something that ain't broke. And he was like, well, you know, and everybody in my family was in not so much his family, but my family was like, when's the wedding? What are we going to do? You got to get out. And it was like, I felt like I I felt like I was forced to marry him because I was with him and I wasn't in love with him. I loved him. Tanya, you never told me this. No, I told you this because I, I put it on the podcast by myself where I was like, I never, I don't think I've ever been in love. Oh, I remember you said that you never thought you felt in love, but I didn't realize that, you know how like we all can like, you know, convince ourselves, oh, we're in love with this person. Let's get married. I didn't know that you never wanted to be married and that you felt no. pressured from the outside to get I got, married. no, I got pressure from the outside. Like, when are you guys going to get married? Me and him was like buddies. Me and him was BFFs. And we was going to the movies, clubbing, Officers Club, Harbor Club, the Roxy girl for anybody in Boston. And that's 50 and over knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We was doing the most. I had my own place. He had his own place. I had a key to his place. He had a key to my place. And we was just living our best lives. And everybody in my, it was mostly my friends and family that was like, when y'all going to get married? When y'all going to do this? And I'm like, we good. And it was like, I felt that pressure. My my mom, my my immediate family, you know, we like him, dot, 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 dot. And then, of course, he was in the military. So he ended up getting deployed was somewhere. He from, was he from Massachusetts? No, he's from New York. Oh, okay. So he was in the military here. Yes. Okay. So it was like, now, now the shit hit the fan when he's like, now I got to leave. And I told him, I can go anywhere because of my career. Mm-hmm. I can go anywhere. And I was like, I'll go anywhere with you. We don't have to get married, boo-boo. But let's just let's just go. I can get a job anywhere. And he was like, well, you know, without you being my wife in the military, and I'm yeah. going to probably get deployed if something happens to me. It was a marriage of convenience. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. 
But it is what it is. It was a no, marriage. I mean, of you, I mean, you had a little bit more than a marriage of convenience. No, I loved him. Feelings. No, I loved him. Yeah. But I wasn't in love with him. Because I would have been okay if he never had to leave. Me and him would probably still be together till this day as BFFs, hanging out and doing the most. Mm -hmm. Unless one of us, you know, started showing our ass and started begging like old girl on the, the audio that you shared. Talking about, please, no. But we were good until it was time for him to be deployed. And then he's like... I'm like, I'll go with. And he's like, well, I'm going to be deployed. We're going to go here, but now I'm going to have to be deployed and leave you in this city and state. And if you're not my spouse, you know, you're not going to have access to the base and mm -hmm. shopping and doing all that. All shout out to all my military wives. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to have, you're not going to have access to all of that. And mm -hmm. if he's deployed and God forbid something happens to him, yeah. I'm not going to be the person that gets contacted. It's going to be his, either his mother, his mm -hmm. father, or somebody in his family that he has designated that it because in the military, it's like your, it's either your, your spouse or your parents. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well then fine. Let's get married. So it wasn't a traditional wedding. Yeah. Like most yeah. people that are like, I love you. You love me. You get on bended knee. We're in love. Oh, boo-boo, ta-ta-ta-ta, tears. Have the whole wedding reception, the wedding ceremony and all that shit. No, that wasn't, that's not what I experienced. I, I don't regret it. Yeah. But for me, I come from a place of, I don't like to fix shit that ain't broke. So for me, back to old girl, if I'm with a man and we're good. She seems like she would other than that. Right. We're, yeah, I, I went the roundabout way to that. But I'm saying, old girl, if we're good, we're good. If you love me and I love you and we're in a relationship, I don't need a ring. I don't need a license. I don't need none of that. All I need is for both of us to be on the same level to be like, um, I love you. You love me. We're in this together. And, and that's, that's good that you don't fall into those traditional norms. Yeah. Because most, traditionally, most women, especially if she's, especially if she wants children, she, you mm -hmm. know, you think I got, I have this man, I want to get married. You know, I want to, you know, I want to have children. Um, as you get older, of course, that might not be part of the equation anymore. But, you know, you still want to get married because it's still one of those things. That, and I can't not get over that hump either. I'm like having a hard time. Like, OK, I'm with you. We should be getting married after a certain point. And my point, like with her, would it be five years or 10 years? You know, um, and like you i've had somebody tell me no i don't want to get married again i was married we had children it was fucking horrible this works let's not do anything else what we have now right. works right now i'm okay i'm comfortable with that you know i well, i could be comfortable with that but i i get how she's feeling 
you know, especially because she wants a little bit more than just the marriage. She wants the whole family, you know, thing too, um, component as well. But again, I'm still at that point where I, I, I'm, I'm back to asking the question. When do I say no? When do I say, you know what, do I, I mean, well, actually, it's not a question for me. I'm not going to be like, you know, oh, well, if you don't marry me, I'm out. Because I do believe that sometimes shit can just work. Everybody not may not get exactly what they want out of the situation. And that could be marriage for me. But am I happy in the situation? Mm-hmm. You know, so. I think that's the question at hand. Because mm-hmm. when you're one-on-one with your significant other, that's a conversation that you and your significant other have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when you want, obviously, we're of a certain age. So children isn't an issue at mm-hmm. our at our life. At our life. Damn, no. <laughs> yeah. But if we're in our 20s, our mid to late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, and we're in a committed relationship, then that's a conversation that has to be had. So here, I'm just going to speak from a personal standpoint. For me, I didn't care Mm -hmm. to each their own. I thought that, I mean, with this person, I was like, we're good. At the time, I was Mm -hmm. like, we're good. There's no need. Don't fix something that ain't broke. We had a great friendship. We had a great relationship. We were good. And I was willing to forego a marriage and all of that because I was like, you know what? Licenses and marriages and all that shit. I'm like, that shit just, that might be, you know, for us. But I did think about children because I did want to have children and wanted to be a mother. But I said to myself, if we're together and we're good, if we, if I get pregnant, then we're going to raise this child up together. It doesn't matter. Like having a marriage license and a ring on my finger, it, it's, that's not that important. It doesn't matter is if we're just together in a committed relationship and we have a kid. You know what I'm, you know, I, I, do you understand? I get it. No, yeah, you said, I mean, I got well, exactly what you're saying and how you feel. And, yeah. and that's, that's very valid, you know, in most scenarios. But then is also that bit, like I'm, I'm listening to this woman and I'm like, you know, I get a hundred percent how she is feeling now are those five years wasted she's saying those are five years of my life that i wasted that i'm never gonna get back and i don't think you should could ever think about any relationship like i said i i don't think consider my marriage like a a a a real marriage i do consider it a, a real marriage but it was i was so young but was that time wasted that i could have been with somebody else well you don't know what anybody else is going to bring to the table. It takes a good five years, in my opinion, to really know somebody. Most people get married between that second and third year. And I know if I was younger, if I was younger and I'm dating somebody, I'm giving you a year 
to figure mm-hmm. out if, if you want to continue going on in two years to say, you know what, I need, I, I want to get married. I'm not wasting. Not, I w- again, I said the least thing. I don't want to say wasted. I'm not putting in five years when I'm in my like twenties and thirties if I want to have children and have a family. But it's still not time wasted because you are with somebody and she's with somebody that wants to be with her still, even though her Looney Tunes ass is on this divorce court talking about she wants all her shit back. <laughs> Listen, of course, I mean, and, and again, it's TV, it's entertainment and we're in it. But at the end of the day, in life, the way I look at it is in life, I mean, you can correlate that into career, education, friendships. Let's just call it out. Like I've put in maybe too many years of wasted friendships of people that I thought were my friends. That is true. That's a good point. Like friendships that I thought of people that were my friends and come to find out I'm doing the most making the phone calls, you know, back in the day, I ain't want to go there, but I'm saying back in the day when I was calling everybody, when I was living in another state by myself and I was like, I'm going to call the, I'm going to call these people. And this was a long time ago. And I'm like calling people. And it was one of those things. It wasn't, there was no FaceTime. There was no texting, none of that. And I was like, I'd call them and I, and then we'd have a good conversation and they would be like, next call is going to be me. I'm going to call you girl. Oh yeah. Cause we had to pay for those calls too. Thank you. Remember you, you we couldn't call you. If you call during the day, you get in charge. Call <laughs> after nine o'clock is free from 9 PM until 6 AM the next morning, whatever it was free. So I would call people and then the people that I thought were my friends were like, thank, oh girl, we have a good conversation now and family, not just friends, family Mm -hmm. too. I'll throw their asses in that mix. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, the next time I, the next call, I'm going to call you in two weeks and that's on me. I'm going to call you and I'd be sitting there waiting, nothing not a call. I learned very quickly. Hmm. Yeah, no, we're good here. I'm not calling anybody anymore. I'm not calling none of y'all motherfuckers. We're good. But the point that I was trying to make is it correlates and it, it transcends through all of our relationships. So it's like, just because you're with someone or dating a man for five, six years or however long Miss sister girl was dating him. It's like, pick your battles, boo-boo. Like you said, he wants to be with her, but he's not ready. Don't force the hand of someone that really loves you and wants to be with you. Because there are so many of us that are out here still till this day in relationships, friendships, family ships that are out there begging and putting our asses out there for these people. And these people are giving us the bare minimum. 
But I wonder if he is giving like the bare minimum, him saying it, and then how she's reacting and how she's on, you know, I mean, because five years, I mean, five years goes by so fast. We just, it, it's just a blink of an eye, really, the way these days go by. But again, I'm, I have to go back to, I agree with what she's saying. Am I, I mean, I don't think, like I said, I don't think she's wasting time, but she needs to have some clear guidelines, some clear goals on where the relationship is going. I get it. And then when we get to a certain age, do you really insist upon that? Because you, you know, I don't know how much, how many more good years I have. Mm-hmm. You know, do I want to to be married or just be in a relationship and grow? And am I gonna really just grow old with that person? I don't know. I feel like marriage gives gives me a sense of security where I would rather think like you, where I don't need it. I can just be happy on my own without it. And I don't know if I can. Well, so in a way, I'm like I'm like her. I'm not begging, I'm not screaming and crying for it, but I'm thinking like I want marriage to be my end goal. I get that. I get that. And again, that's why I'm like a little suspect on the whole show thing. I, I it was entertainment for me. Don't get don't get me wrong. I was but I was a little bit like when I saw the video, when you sent me the video and I watched it, I was I was a little pissed off and disgusted because I was like, boo-boo, you're a beautiful woman. Why are you begging this man? Like it it, it was a desperation for me. Like the begging part I get, but she's taking a huge risk as well. And so, and we all know that, you know, dating anybody, you're just taking a risk. So she's taking a risk and saying, marry me. Because would we even blink an eye if it was him saying it? Saying, look, I'm ready to get married. This is it. I then put in five years. I want this. I don't think anybody would blink an eye if a guy was demanding like that. Because it's a woman and it's the traditional role is that he should be doing the asking or the begging or, you know, um, the getting down on one knee. He should be doing all of that. And we're looking at her like this bitch is desperate. But she, her, listen, I'm not remissing the use of my words, but she, in that video, she looked pathetic and desperate. None of that. I, yeah. I agree. But again, for me, when you're with someone that wants to be with you and marriage is not necessarily on the table at this moment, but we want, to, we have a mutual agreement that we want to be together. When you, be, let's take, let, I'm just talking about our age group as we are now. I'm talking about me right now. If mm-hmm. I met someone and I was like, you know what? I love this dude. He loves me. We have a great relationship. We are soulmates, blah, blah, blah. But I ain't getting married anymore. I've been there, done that. I don't want to be that woman. I got married once. It didn't work out. I'm never getting married again, period. End of discussion. And any man that I've been with after that, 
I'm not doing it. I made that conscious decision. I'm out. And, but for me, I'll be in a committed relationship with you. But hence in line comes, we have to make these legal decisions. Like, I don't have to be your wife. You don't have to be my husband. We don't have to have rings and all that shit. I mean, we can get rings just to, you know, for whatever. But I'll make sure that our, on the legal ends of it, like, we're good. Like, in mm-hmm. the event of my death, you're my beneficiaries mm-hmm. on my life insurance policies. You're on the deed of my house. I'm on the deed of your house. Like, me and you is me and you. I'm going to make sure that you're going, like, legally, we're going to be good. And if you have children, I don't have children. But if I was in love with a man and wanted to be like that and he has children, then for me, I'm just going to be ignorant. That's your shit. That's your problem. That's not my problem. You figure out how you're going to estate plan for your children. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I don't have to worry about them kids. But if I die before you, uh, you know, you're going to take my money and you're probably going to like, you know, make it rain with your children. But I digress. So here we are. All right. We, we can we can wrap this up because I, it's it's just one of those things that it just goes into a thousand diff, different directions. And like I said, dating is not for sissies. It's a lot of shit involved in this. Oh, for sure on that one. Next week, what I want to talk about is shooting your shot. I want you to think Mm -hmm. about a couple of, because that's really big now where women are saying, you know, sliding in DMs, um, approaching men in like, you know, stores or whatever and just saying you know having the confidence and i'm gonna i'm gonna say out loud having the confidence to approach a man and ask them for their number or something i stand anybody that can do that because i can't and i want to talk about shooting your shot next week same and if anybody out there in still dope world that is out there shooting their shot let us know on youtube ig and tiktok because Lord knows, neither one of our asses are shooting our shot. We're just, I go to Home Depot all the time. But Home Depot, I was going to comment, and we can definitely talk about your comment. I want, I want to talk about that because, like I said, again, I admire any woman that can go out there and, and, and do it. And it's, it's not for the weak-hearted, you know? No, and I not. wish, I wish in my 30s, that that was the way I thought. Like, yeah, it's great to be hunted by a man. It's great to be like pursued by a man, and you know. But it's also great, in my in my opinion, to be able to say, "I like that guy. He's funny. He's this. He's that. Let me go see if he's interested in me too." That's a bad bitch. That is a bad bitch because as as much shit talking as I do, I'm gonna tell you right now, sis. I ain't gonna be that bitch. But no, I can't. I, I will. I, I could be at Home. De- I want to be her too. I could be at Home Depot, and I go to Home Depot, and I mean, I look for shit that I need in my house. Mm-hmm. But I'm also walking around Home Depot like I don't ever see anything. Home Depot. 
And, and listen, listen, everybody's telling me go to Home Depot to find the man of your dreams. And every time I go to Home Depot, I'm like, no, that's not the lick. Lowe's, no, that's not the lick. But here we are. But at the end of the day, even if I saw someone that strike, you know, struck my interest, I'm not pushing up to him. I'm not shooting my shot because I'm old school. I feel like we can make eye contact. But you're going to have to holler at me. You're going to have to come to me first. All right. We're going to discuss this next week with some techniques. That's the way well. Techniques, too. We're going to learn some techniques from some people. Let's do it. We're going to learn a bunch of techniques. All both right. Both asses. Here we are. Both are. Both asses. <laughs> Here we are. So until next week, don't don't hang up, Shahida. Um, until next week, we'll, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.